Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We are on part four, okay? We're on week four of a series that we're calling Maximum Development Through Daily Disciplines. All of you guys doing the 10 push-up challenge, I see you out there, I see you tagging me, whatever. Just saying, you want me to do it right here, right now? Let's go. Ah, you thought. (laughs) But you guys, we're having these challenges, right? It's time to bring that daily discipline in every area of our life. So we're going to do just a quick recap of what we've been talking about. Growth is a choice. Growth does not just happen. Wouldn't that be awesome? But growth doesn't just happen. It's a choice. We have to choose to grow up. We have to choose, recognize and areas in our life that we need to grow up, that we need areas of help, that we need areas of people to, we need connection, right? We need leaders, we need advisors, we need people, we need people in our life. So growth is a choice. And we are learning daily disciplines that keep us growing. You know, you don't just stay where you're at. You have to continue to grow. You have to fight for where you're at and you have to grow further. So we need to keep maturing, advancing, improving, and discovering. Guys, what are we discovering? We are discovering God's plan, His will, His purpose, His kingdom. We're discovering His way of doing things. Do you guys believe that? That's God's kingdom. It's like we want to know God's principles. What's God's plan for my life? We need to know God's word. We need to know his kingdom. And it's his way of doing things. So we show up to grow up here at Love Life. So here's a quick recap, all right? So week one, we talked about level up. Level up, level up, level up. Yeah, it's time to level up through the stages of growth. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it says, it's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away childish things. What do we have to do? We need to put away childish things. It doesn't just happen on its own. You have to put away childish things. So just like in the natural, also in the spiritual, there's growing stages, right? You just get born again. You just received Jesus. You're an infant that needs spiritual parents, that needs somebody to watch over you. Sometimes you need a babysitter, right, when you get that toddler stage. So there's stages, child, youth, young adult, adult. Then you become a spiritual parent. What's a spiritual parent? When you're raising world changers, that's what we're doing here at Love Life Church. We're not just raising people. We're raising world changers. What's a world changer? Somebody who wins the loss, make disciples, right? And we're growing them up. You know, it's so cool here at Love Life. I love the whole discipleship program. I love that we have spiritual parents here at Love Life Church. You're not on your own. And you don't have to do this on your own. And God never wanted you to do it on your own. We're in this together. That's why we have life groups where we connect with each other. That's why we have the Love Life University that's on hold right now. Why? So that you can grow up. It should be Love Life Elementary because it's elementary basic. It's the foundations. It's the, it's the elementary basics that we need to know about God's love, about his grace, about his history, about all that stuff. That's what Love Life University is about. 
So you, a spiritual parent, when you're not just, you're not just asking somebody to receive Jesus, which is awesome. We need people out there, but we also need to raise them up. So we don't just have spiritual babies running around, you know, not knowing God's truth and God's plan for their life. So every stage is valuable. When you receive Jesus and you know nothing, you are just as valuable as that person who's winning the loss, making disciples. We're all valuable at every stage. It's so important. And, but it's time to level up. It's time to go to the next stage. You know, it's not time to go to the next stage. It's time to grow to the next stage. You don't get to skip stages. You don't get to just, this is not like high school where even if you get an F and they just pass you. No, it doesn't work like this. This is not the public school system. This is, it doesn't work like that. We have to grow through these stages. We have to grow through God's word so that we can get to the next level, so that we can know who we are in Christ. You need that foundation. That foundation of who you are in Christ will change your life, right? Because I'm not valued by my mistakes or my identity is not tied up into the things I do. My identity is tied up in the blood of Jesus. My identity is tied up in who Jesus says that I am in Christ Jesus. I'm a new creation. I am brand new. It's not tied up to my past. It's not tied up to my family history. And that is so important that we learn who we are in Christ so that we can level up, level up, level up. All right. So week two, we talked about listen up. Listen up through moments and messages that mark your life. So there's moments and there's messages that mark your life, but you need to listen up, right? You come to church, you hear the word, and there's a moment that, and a message that comes from pastor, from myself, from the word of God, and it could just be a moment in your life that passes. But you, you need to make the choice to receive that word, to believe that word, to apply that word. In Romans 10, 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by what? It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. What's on repeat in your life? Because what's on repeat is building your faith up in that area. Is it fear, right? Is it Drake? Is it Netflix? What's on repeat? What's on your playlist? Because that's what's coming and coming and coming and coming. And you're wondering, why is my life on repeat? Why do I keep making the same mistakes again and again? What are you hearing? Who are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Romans 10, 17 in the Amplified says, so faith comes by hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. So we need to hear what Jesus says, and we need to hear it and hear it. And you know what? We live in a day and age where we have podcasts, we've got YouTube, we have so many ways to hear and hear and hear. I remember I've been here for 23 years now. Woo woo! I say I was born here. Yeah, but anyways, don't do the math, okay? So I got here as a young person. And back in the day, there was these things called, in case you guys don't know, they were called cassettes, okay? I loved cassettes, okay? Because first of all, I would make all my own playlists. I would make my mixtapes. And I'm just saying, like, if we were super cool growing up as friends, you made me a mixtape, and I was like, what? And it's like, oh, they know me, why? Because they can make a mixtape. So back in the day, well, it's not that back in the day. Well, I guess it is back in the day. 
back in the day when there was Blockbuster and you had to rent. Anyways, okay. So I had a boom box, okay? And the boom box would, had a cassette and the radio would play music. And whenever I would hear my song, I would hit record and I would make my own mixtapes and like, woo, I thought it was so cool. And I had my little Walkman and yeah, it was bomb. But when I got here, they would sell the cassettes of Pastor Dan. They would sell them. Or if you worked in kids class, you would get the cassette of the service that you missed. So I would put those cassettes on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, in the car, in my Walkman, in my boombox, everywhere that I go, because he was, he was always talking about new creation, and for some reason that was so hard for me in the beginning. It wasn't hard for me, but it was just new. It was new information. So those, it went from my mixtapes being on repeat until you played it out, until the new creation, until the redemptive work of the cross, until it was all that, it was like Pastor Dan on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. So I want to ask you, what's on repeat? You have so many ways to hear the word through the podcast or YouTube, all kinds of things. And who are you listening to? Are you listening to faith or fear? Right now, fear is screaming really loud for your attention. Is it getting your attention? Is it consuming you? Is it causing stress or anxiety in your life? Because who are you listening to? Are you listening to the good report? of the Word of God? Are you casting your cares to the Savior, to the, to, who has the whole world in His hands, right? Who are you listening to? Faith or fear, God or the world? The world is lost right now. We need to be listening to God's Word, to His truth, so that we know we're going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Our families are going to be okay. Our kids are going to be okay. We're going to get back to work. You know, we're going to finally get the kids back to school. All you moms, I'm just saying right now, let's pray. Let's pray for the moms, right? All the homeschool moms, we, we just give a shout out to you. But man, all the kids at home right now, whoo! The kids are going to go back to school. You're going to go back to work. It's all going to be okay. We're going to get through this. This is going to pass. Are you listening to a pastor's message on repeat? Are you listening to the media? Is it the first thing that you look up when you get, when you, is the first thing that you look to when you get up? Is it social media? Is it Instagram? Is it Twitter? Is it Fox News? Is it any of the news to see, are we gonna be okay? Is this it? Is the world over? <laughs> like, no, it's not over. We're going to be all right. It's going to be okay. The coolest thing is I was in Safeway the other day, and um, there was a guy behind me, and he was 74 years old. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing out here, you know? And not that he looked 74, but I was just, like, concerned for him, you know? And, and I was like, how are you doing, sir? And he says, it's you young people. He's like, you young people are freaking out. You young people are, are he's, like, he's like, we've lived through harder times than this. And he's like, listen, if you can turn your water faucet on and the water that comes out doesn't kill you, we're going to be all right. And I said, that's amazing. I said, sir, you know what? We need your generation to teach our generation. We need your generation to speak that into our generation because we over here used to the bottled water. We don't know what to do without bottled water. We're going to take stock in the bottled water because, oh wait, we can turn our faucet on and we won't die. 
It's going to be all right. So I was just letting him know, well, we need your generation to remind our generation that we've been through harder times and we're going to get through this. But we pulled together, right? And we could turn the water faucet on. That like blew my mind. And now I know because when we went to Guatemala, never mind. All right. So listen up. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Check what's on repeat. Check what's on your playlist. All right, so week three, we talked about wise up. Yes, this one was fun because growing up, we always said like, what a fool, what a fool. And everybody said fool. Well, you know what? Last week we talked about the fool and we learned about the fool. And we don't want to be a fool. We don't want to be a fool. It's no what a fool for none of us, right? So wise up through godly advice. And our favorite part was discipline. We are learning to love discipline, right? Right? Let me hear the chat room, right? Hey. All right, Proverbs 1, this is the Amplified. The reverence of the Lord that is worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven and earth. Something like that. Wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. For all of you guys who had to turn the TV down, I'm sorry. But sometimes that's what happens here at LLYA. We just break out into song because our God is an awesome God. We will overcome this. Our God is greater than any virus. Our God already paid for all of the sickness and disease at the cross. Jesus already took care of it. We serve an awesome God and we reverence him and we honor him. And that's the beginning of wisdom. So we ain't freaking out. We wisen up, right? It's the beginning, the preeminence of knowledge. It's the starting point and its essence. But arrogant fools, arrogant fools, they despise skillful and godly wisdom. They hate wisdom. They hate correction. They hate discipline and instruction. And they hate self-discipline. The fool, he ain't up there doing the 10 push-up challenge. Now it's 20 push-ups, whatever, whatever. Proverbs 19:20. This is God's word translation. I just like this translation. It says, "Listen to advice and accept discipline, so that you may be wise the rest of your life." How are you going to be wise the rest of your life? Because you're listening and you're seeking advice and you're accepting discipline. We are learning to love correction, right? And that we're not going to be the thick-brained, thick-headed fool. We're receiving correction, and when receiving correction. Make sure you always take your identity out of the way, okay? Take your identity out of the way. It's not about your identity. It's not about your value. It's about the mistake at hand. And if you don't want to repeat the mistake, listen to wisdom. Listen to correction. Remember, your identity and your value is in the blood of Jesus. It's not in your mistake. You are, not the mis you are not labeled by the mistakes you've made. You're labeled by the blood of Jesus. You're labeled by a new creation. You're labeled that all things have passed away. All things have passed away. All things have become new. It's time to start walking in that new life. It's time to start walking in that abundant life. It's time that we truly discover who we are in Christ and God's plan, God's plan, Kiki, do you love me? No, that's not the song. No, that's not the song we're looking for, right? When Pastor Dan says, Peter, do you love me? I always think of that song. Peter, do you love me? Are you riding? No, no, that's not it. 
your identity and your values in the blood of Jesus. So then we can receive discipline and we can receive correction. Let me tell you, we're all working on this, okay? I don't care how old you get. When somebody corrects you and gives you discipline, you're like, mm, do I want that? Or do I want, do I want to be a wise person right now? Or do I want to be a fool? And sometimes we just need to suck up our pride and take it. Sometimes even when a little kid corrects you, you're like, I don't want to hear that right now, right? But sometimes we need to just listen. We need to obey. When do we obey? Right away. So we want to get out of the cycle of failure. So we need to seek wisdom. And also when you're seeking wisdom, make sure it's from somebody who has fruit. What does that mean? That they got a bag of apples? No. If they have fruit in their life. So if you're seeking wisdom about marriage, make sure it's from somebody who has an awesome marriage, right? Because God is at the center of their marriage. God is an awesome God. He reigns, right? If you're seeking wisdom with uh, finances, make sure you speak to somebody who's got great finances, right? So just saying when you're seeking wisdom or you're seeking correction, maybe it's from somebody who's been a little further, who has a little more experience, that's just for free, right? We all want to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. It's time to start receiving godly wisdom and instruction. It's going to be all right. So it's time to wise up. Okay, so here we are. That was the short recap. Recap. <laughs> that sounded like something else, but we won't repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are talking about week four, serve up. This is so cool because I can tell you I had a whole nother message prepped. I was like super pumped. I was excited. I already had it typed up. And this morning at 417, I woke up. I woke up and I heard serve up. And I'm like, God, immediately I knew exactly what he was talking about. Immediately when I woke up, I was like, let's go. And then at the same time, I was like, God, why do I ever doubt you? Like, you're always talking. You're always leading me. And then I'm like, God, you're cooler than me. You even had a cooler name for the message than me. So serve up. Serve up. Let's go. And how are we going to serve up? And this is a perfect opportunity when the world is in chaos for us to serve up for us to serve others, all right? Romans 15:1. here we go, this is the message. Those of us who are strong and able in the faith need to step in and lend a hand to those who falter and not just, and not just do what is most convenient for us. Ready for this? Strength is for service, not status. Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help you? Here at Love Life Church, this is what we are all about. How can I help you? How can I serve you? Right? Strength is for service, not for status. It's not about titles. It's not about being a pastor. It's not about being a leader. We're all about servant leadership. How can I serve you? Because we know that your win is my win. It's our end because we're in this together. We're better together, right? We may not have it all together, but together we have it all. So we're saying, how can I help you? The world, the world has it all backwards. The world has it backwards. They say, you know what? No, that's not how it works. You don't serve. 
the world says hustle hard. You know what? We're not going to hustle our way to the top. We're going to serve our way to the top. And God is going to make a way where no man can make a way. Why? Because we're going to serve our way to the top because we're going to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. Jesus came to serve. If serving is below you, leading is beyond you. Hold up for those in the back. Let's say it again. Those of you who need to write it down. If serving is below you, Leading is beyond you. You see how the world has it backwards. How are you going to serve me? What can you do for me? What can you add to me? And here, it's not what can the church do for me. It's what can we do for the church? We recognize that we are the church. We are Love Life Church. We don't just see vision. We do vision. We don't just hear the word. We do the word, right? That's so exciting. That's what, that's what God has for us. How can we help others? Serving was not beneath Jesus. Oh my gosh. Jesus' goals, obviously, okay? Jesus' goals, his relationship goals, his financial goals, his world changer goals, his everything goals. So serving was not beneath Jesus. He washed the disciples' crusty, dusty feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. He didn't see it on Pinterest and then decide he was going to do it at his wedding. He, he did it. He washed. And you know what? I'm just saying, who knows if they had toenail clippers? Who knows? Oh, anyways, we're not going to go there. All right. He washed the disciples, crusty dusties. He helped out with the kids' class. He was there helping with the children. He was there saying, bring the kids to me. He was there leading in kids class for all you kids workers. Hey, yes, all right. He also threw down with some kosher bacon and eggs. Well, I don't know what he did, but he cooked the disciples breakfast. Jesus was a chef. What he, he was serving. He was always reminding them. He was always being an example. He served the sick and the outcasts. Jesus was out there laying hands on the sick. He wasn't afraid. He knew, he knew no sickness. He knew, he knew no coronavirus was going to jump on him. He wasn't running from coronavirus. He was running out there. I'm not saying to run to out there. just saying, unless you Jesus. <laughs> but nothing was beneath him. It wasn't beneath him. It was not beneath him. Mark 10, 43. This is the Amplified. Guys, and if this isn't your Bible, it's red letters. What does red letters mean? It's Jesus. He says, but this is not how it is. This is not how it is. But this is not how it is among you. Instead, whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first and most important among you must be a slave of all must be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man, Jesus, he did not come to be served, but to serve. And he gave his life for, he gave his life as a ransom for many. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. So what makes us think that we're here to be served? We're here to serve others. We're not here to be taken advantage of. We're not here to be walked all over, but we're here to serve others. And when you realize that once you lay your life down, you actually find it. When my life finally became about others in ministry, in kids class, in youth ministry, in bus ministry, and all these different things that I've gotten to be a part of throughout the years, is when I truly found life. It's when I truly found purpose. It's when my life really had meaning. 
when, was when it was about others. And now to see some of these young people, and now they're in college, and now they're married, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, I was babysitting you in kids' class. And now we're doing ministry together. Isn't God good? Isn't that amazing, right? Jesus, he laid down his life. I think about it as, I, I had the amazing experience since I was here for 23 years. I've had the amazing experience of being a part of all many dream teams here and serving on the dream teams. And it makes us a family. We're like a family unit, right? And sometimes we fight, sometimes we argue, but we get over it because we family, right? You think you're going to come to church and everybody's perfect. You know why everybody's not perfect? Because you're here. <laughs> We're, none of us are perfect. So we have life. Things happen. Sometimes we get on each other's nerves, but we get over it because we have a greater purpose. We have a greater mission. We have a greater cause. It's way beyond our little issues. It's beyond, it's, it's about saving the world. It's about winning the loss. It's about helping our community and our state. It's, a, it's about so much other than when those people walk in the doors. Guys, I can't wait for you to get back here. I'm just saying there's so many seats right here with your name on it. I miss you and I can't wait for you guys to be back in the seats because that's what we're all about here at Love Life Church. It's not what can you do for me, it's actually what can I do for you? And what can we do for the world, right? How can I serve you? Matthew 23, 11. It says, the greatest among you must be a servant, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So when you try to exalt yourself, you, get, you become real teachable real quick that that's not the way, right? It's, it's funny. Once you start knowing it all, it's not that good. It doesn't work out because that's, when, that's what the thick-brained fool does, that thick-headed, right? You had to be here last week because that was hilarious, all right? So we need to humble ourselves. What does humble mean? What does humble mean? That you're so insecure. No. Humble means to be teachable, we need to remain teachable. We need to be teachable, not a know-it-all. Let God exalt you. Let God exalt you. This is, this is like, I had this experience like happen in real life to me. Well, we were at a big conference. This is like, I don't know, it had to be more than 16, 17, 18 years ago. So we were at a huge conference and all these pastors are there. And Pastor Dan and Pastor Lau are in the front row. So I'm like, I'm not in the front row <laughs> at all. Oh, like way in the back row with all the rest of the people. And I remember Pastor Lau had an extra seat next to her. And she turned around and she looked for me and she's like, come up here and sit with me. And I remember in that moment, it wasn't about exalting yourself. It wasn't about like, is there a seat up here for me? Like, why my name on our, ain't on our chair? And you, I mean, why you gotta get all ratchet? I don't know. I don't know why I gotta get all ghetto whenever I start talking like that. But it's not about you. And the moment that it's not about you, God makes a way for you. He's like, yeah, you come, come sit up the front with me. But I'm just saying, when you're here at Love Life, y'all better be in the front row. We need you in the front row, okay? All that energy, let's go. 
So let God exalt you. Remember, the world has it backwards. We're not going to hustle our way to the top. We're going to humble our way to the top. That means we're going to be teachable and teachable and teachable and serving others. And we're going we're gonna to grow. We're going to grow from level to level, right? From next level to next level. You're going to start in a business. Pretty soon you can be the owner, right? You can own a franchise. You can do whatever. Why? When you stay humble. When you stay teachable, when you're learning from others, you're working your way up and letting God exalt you. First Peter 5, 5, 5. This is God's word translation. I like this. All right, you ready, L-L-Y-A? Here we go. Young people, in a similar way, place yourself under the authority of, under the authority of spiritual leaders. Furthermore, all of you must serve each other with humility. What do we got to do? We need to serve each other. When you prefer each other, when you know that their win is your win, you have no problem serving each other. Because God opposes the, arrog the arrogant but favors the humble. How does he favor the humble? Why? Because they're teachable. They're seeking God's word. They're seeking God's plan. Be humble. Be humbled by God's power so that when the right time comes, he will honor you. He will make a way for you. He will make a way for you. This, guys, this is our breakout year. Do you believe it? Is this your breakout year? And we're taking responsibility for where we are. We're getting accountability for where we want to be, right? And we're, we're learning daily disciplines that have the determination to break through and break out in every area of our life, right? So, this is our anthem here at Love Life Church, to serve others. This is what we're all about. This is what we're all about in every area, in every ministry, from kids on up. From the kids' ministry, they can't wait to join the dream team. Why? Because they can't wait to be a part of what God is doing here. We remember that we are the church. So here's our anthem. This is how we stay humble. Because, you know, it's like, well, how does that look? What are we going to do? This is how we stay humble. This is how we stay teachable. This is how we set ourselves up to be at the right place at the right time so that God can exalt you. You got to be at the right place at the right time with the right information, right? So that, we, so that God can exalt you. Romans 12, 9 through 21. Y'all, did y'all come to read your Bible today? Because we're about to get in the Word. Here we go. I came with some scripture. Romans 12, 9. Here we go. This is us. This is Love Life Church. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. We don't just pretend to love others. We really love them here at Love Life Church. Hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. So that's why we need to learn what is right. We need to learn what is wrong. We need to learn what God's word says. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. You know what, guys? Honor is the new black and we bringing it back. We're bringing honor back. Honor back into the church. Honor back into the homes. Honor back into the schools. Honor back into the government. Honor back into the authorities. The police, right? We're bringing honor back. Honor is the new black, and we're bringing it back. Never be lazy. Okay, so this, this never be lazy right now while everybody's in quarantine and Netflixing it up, 
This is the word right here. Never be lazy. I'm just saying there's so many things that we can get done. There's so many things that you've been wanting to do. Take this time. Take this time. Like I organized my closet and I honestly thought it was going to take the rest of my life. And really it only took four days. I don't know why I said I put five fingers, but I meant four. <laughs> it only took four days. That was nothing. We can do it. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord with serve the Lord enthusiastically. This is what I love about here at Love Life. We love God. We love people, and we love life. We love serving God, right? We don't serve man. We serve the Lord. When we're in kids' class, we're serving God. When we're on the worship team, we're serving God. But you know what? When we're out there in the workplace, we're serving God. We're working hard with great joy. Rejoice in our confident hope. Right now, when it looks like there is no hope, it's time for us to rise up and rejoice in hope, right? We're the lighthouse of hope to the lost. Be patient in trouble. This is the time where we got to be really patient, right? When the kids is on your nerves, you're on your last roll of toilet paper, and you're like, what are we going to do? We're going to be patient. We're going to be patient, and we're going to keep on praying. <laughs> Lord, send the telephone. You know what? We got so much. We have more than enough. We just call in Love Life Church members like, hey. And they're like, I got you. Yeah. So keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. This is how we're going to stay humble. This is how we're going to keep growing. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Always be eager to help others. Just like in line at Safeway. I was like, just asking the elderly guy, like, how are you? Like, how are you doing? And that's what he told me. It's you young people. <laughs> it's you young people. He's like, you turn the faucet on, you're not going to die. I'm like, there we go. Right? Oh, here we go. Bless those who persecute you and don't curse them. What? Was that the word? Yeah. Bless those who persecute you and don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people like your family, like right now. <laughs> We're surrounded by ordinary people. <laughs> That's us, ordinary people. So don't be too proud. And don't, and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Just like right now. It's, I'm so excited for the limits that are going on. But even when it's chaos, can you prefer others? Can you say, I just want to make sure that you got the toilet paper that you needed. Let's be that example. Let's be that light. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see that you are honorable. That you walk with character right? That you're walking with godly character, with godly wisdom, that you're leveling up, right? That you're wising up, that you're listening up. And do all that you can to live in peace. Live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. This is something that, like, for, for real for me, like, I, I can be very, like, I can, I have, like, a temper. Like, who doesn't? But I'm just saying. But never take revenge, when somebody cuts you off in traffic and right now they're like working on Camelback and I'm like, oh no. 
So you know what? I'm like, Sash, what are we going to do today? Are we going to take Glendale? Are we going to take Indian school? Like, calm yourself down. Don't take revenge. Has somebody hurt you? Has somebody done something to you? Has somebody left you? Don't take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. So this part is scary. <laughs> it's not scary. But you don't need to take revenge. You don't need to take revenge. Leave that to God. But the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, what do we do? We're going to feed them. If they're hungry, we need to see. Hey, you need some mac and cheese? I got some. Because I heard the stores were out of pasta. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. You're like, you know what? I have 10 cases of water. Let me check and make sure you have some. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their head. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. In this time of chaos, don't let evil conquer you. But what are we going to do? We're going to conquer evil with good. We're going to conquer evil with good. We're going to stay humble. We're going to stay teachable. We're going to be loving each other with genuine love. We're not going to just fake it. We don't just post that we love, that we go to love life. We are actually love life. We're actually walking this thing out everywhere we go. When we're on vacation, we're love life. When we're in the car, we're love life. When we're at work, we're, we're love life, right? When we're watching Netflix, we're love life. Woo! So it's time that the church will rise up. Rise up and be hope to the hopeless, right? This is our breakout year. Are you guys expecting to have breakout in every area of your life, right? This is the year when some of people are like, ah, I don't have a job. But are you believing for breakout in your finances? Can you trust God? Can you trust God in these times of uncertainty? God's saying, can you trust me? Am I your provider? It's like, yes, God, you are my provider. Yes, God, I can trust you with my children. Yes, God, I can trust you with my health. Yes, God, I can trust you. I can trust you when everything looks crazy. I can trust you. I can trust you. Because what is 2020? It's our breakout year, right? And what are we going to do? We're going to break through and we're going to break out. So how are we going to do that? Because our spirits are strong. Our emotions are settled. Our minds are disciplined. We have well-disciplined minds, right? Our bodies are healed and made whole. We are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And we are Love Life Church. And this is our breakout here. You know what, guys? We serve a faithful God. We serve a faithful God. He is faithful wherever you are. God loves you, and God has a plan just for you. God has so much in store for you. And what if you're like, hey, Miss Sasha, that sounds great, but I don't know what that means for me. I don't know what all that new creation stuff means to me. But when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, everything changes. Everything in the outside doesn't change. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like you receive Jesus, all of a sudden you got a six pack. It doesn't work that way. We don't just get abs. You get them in the gym, right? <laughs> you get them in the kitchen. If that was only true, imagine we would all be receiving Jesus. Ooh, you get a hot bod. I'll take Jesus. <laughs> 
But it doesn't work that way. Not everything on the outside changes, but everything on the inside changes. You become brand new. And right now, if you're needing hope, if you're like, everything looks scary right now, you don't need to be scared. You don't need to be afraid. Because God's got you. He's got a plan for you. He called you for such a time as this. God called you in this hour for this generation to change the world, to flip the world right side up. So if you want to join him on his mission, you want to be a part of his family, then all you have to do is confess Jesus as Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For in believing in your heart that you are made right with God is by openly declaring your faith that you will be saved. So if you're like, I want to do that today, then today is your day of salvation. Tonight is your night of salvation. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you came to the earth and died on the cross for my sin. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sin and setting me free. I receive you, Jesus, right now today. Thank you for answering my prayer. And thank you for saving me. Amen, amen, amen. If you receive Jesus tonight for the first time, we would love to hear from you. We would love to connect with you. And we also have something for you. So we have a booklet from Pastor Dan. It's an amazing book, some basics about what this is. So please contact us at office at lovelifechurch.com. We would love to connect with you. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about love life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.